So many of you know that I began a 40-day prayer journal on the 1st of December. The 40-day prayer journal is praying for 40 consecutive days for 40 minutes a day. And this is my second time doing the prayer journey. And this time it has been more trying, more difficult, more stressful than before. I say that not as a defeated prayer warrior. I'm sharing that because I want you to know that whenever you make up your mind to do something for the Lord and to be committed to it and to fix your mind to it, that attacks will come from day one. And my husband can testify to this as well as my daughter. We have been under attack. If we believe as believers that there is not a spiritual war going on, we are sadly mistaken. If we believe for one second that when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and we believe with our heart, when we cry out to him and we ask him for blessings and for favor and all the things that he can so amply supply us with, we must be prepared for the things that come with it that we are not planning for, that we don't want, that we didn't ask. Because the enemy of our souls, which is Satan, who is very real, who is on assignment to kill, steal and to destroy. And that means everything, whether it is killing a dream, killing a marriage, killing a relationship, destroying a job, destroying an opportunity. That is his assignment. So when God is dishing out or delivering out his blessings, when he's giving out his um, favor, you best believe that the enemy is there listening. The Bible declares that he roams to and fro seeking whom he may devour. And if you are familiar with the Bible, you will know and it will come to your recollection that it was not Satan who brought Job up to God. It was God who brought Job up to Satan. And when he brought Job up to Satan, Satan did not respond as if he did not know who Job was. He knew very well who Job was because his response was, well, you've protected him. You've kept a hedge around him, which implies that he had tried to come for Job before, but God kept him at bay. And even when God allowed him to go further, God still kept him at bay. God was still merciful to him. And so this prayer today is really to say, are you ready for what you're asking for? Do you know the totality, the totality? Do you know the whole picture? Can you see the whole picture of what you're asking for? Because we are ending. We're five days away from Christmas. We are 11 days away from a new year. And I'm asking you, are you prepared for what you are preparing for? Are you on the lookout? Are you praying by faith? Are you disciplining yourself today? Not waiting for the first of the year, but starting now. Are you praying? Are you meditating on the word? Are you believing God? Are you sowing seeds? Are you doing good deeds? Because it's not enough to just like a post on social media. It's not enough to just cry out to him when things are going bad, even though that's totally fine. But we've got to seek him on a regular basis. And we've got to seek him not only for what he can do for us, but, but simply because of who he is. 
Because sometimes God does not answer us because he knows that we're just coming to him because we want more stuff. But do we want more of him? Because if we want more of him, the more of him that's in the Bible, not just the material things, not just the notoriety, not just the popularity. But do we want a character that will keep us in places where God allows us to go? Do we want a heart's purpose? Do we want to fulfill a vision? Do we want to serve others? Do we want to be the light? Do we want to be the salt? Do we want to speak the truth in love and stand even if we have to stand alone? Because that is the God who we serve. He is a mighty God. He is a sovereign God. He is an all-knowing God, but he requires of us more. He requires more of us, more prayer, more meditation, more knowing his word and abiding in his word and allowing it to be in our heart that we may not sin against him. He he's he's expecting more from us. But are we ready? We want the blessings, but we don't want to be broken. We want to be strong, but we want to skip over the parts where we're weak. And so I pray today. That as we enter into 2019. That as we're asking God for more, that we be prepared to be broken, that we be prepared to have moments when we don't know what to pray, when we don't know what to say, but that we know God is real and that God is working it out. We're praying today, Father, that we realize that the brokenness is a part of your good plan, that the waiting is a part of your good plan, that the teaching and that the chastening is a part of your good plan. I'm praying, Heavenly Father, that when the things that we fear the most show up, that we remember we can survive it because we've survived before. We are overcomers. I'm praying, Heavenly Father, that we change our internal dialogue and that we have a mindset of faith. Not that we're denying reality, because if we're sick, we're sick. If someone is trying to harm themselves in our family or if we're considering harming ourselves, faith does not deny reality. Faith ensures us and encourages us and reaffirms us that you can. You can heal it. You can stop it. You can redirect it. But even if you don't, you are still sovereign and you are still holy and you are still mighty. And so, Father, we declare and decree that you are God over our life. That yes, it's been hard. Yes, it's been difficult. Yes, it's been good. Yes, it's been rewarding. And we know, God, that as long as we're still here passing through, that there'll be mountaintops and there will be valleys. There'll be things that we feared that come knocking at our door. And there'll be blessings that come that we were never expecting, but we know it's got your hand written all over it. And so I pray, God, that you give us the endurance that we need. Give us the authenticity, the genuine worship, the genuine uh, prayer, the genuine faith, God, which has overcome the world. Help us to realize, Father, that when we set aside time, when we make priority for you, whether it is through tithe and offering, whether it is through mentoring, whether it is through serving in ministry, whether it is through uh, uh, um, loving others, serving others, forgiving others, because these are our weapons that are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and fighting against the unseen. But when we when we make a declaration for that, when we make you priority, God, help us to remember that with that comes some things. That's going to challenge us. That's going to shake us up. That's going to make us afraid. That's going to make us want to stop. That's going to make us want to quit. But we pray now in the name of Jesus that you give us the strength, that you give us the endurance, 
that you give us the determination, that you give us the will to keep pressing, to keep pushing, to keep praying, to keep worshiping and to keep believing in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to stay on the narrow path that leads to life. Help us, God, to not be conformed to the ways of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that we remember we are overcomers, that we don't have to feel victorious to know that we have victory. We don't have to know the right scripture to say we just know that you are the great I am, that you are the one who was, you are the one who is, and you are the one who is to come, that you are faithful, that you are gracious, that you are generous, that you are holy, and that you are mighty. And so God, I pray that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you will lift up a standard against him and we will be found praying. We will be found worshiping. We will be found praising your holy name. Because if God be for us, it's more than the world against us. And so, God, I pray that we discipline this body to do what is pleasing to you. Discipline this body to think right thoughts. Discipline this body to do right things, to do good things. Discipline this body to to seek to please God and not man. Discipline this body to turn from evil and do what is right and do what is good in the name of Jesus. Lord, we believe that you can do it. We believe that you are with us. We believe, God, that though you slay us, yet will we trust you because you hold the world in your hands. You hold every good thing in your hands. You hold every promise in your hand. You collected every tear in your hand. And so, Father, I pray that we endure like good soldiers that we set aside time to pray for you that when the thing that we fear the most shows up, that we're reminded that we are more than conquerors, that we be not afraid, that we be not dismayed, that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love and a sound mind. Our power is found in the word of God. Our power is found in the blood of Jesus. Our power is found in our paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the one who comes to enable us, to equip us, to prompt us, to pray, to praise, to worship, to flee, to resist. And so pray, we pray, God, that you would stir up the gifts that you would open our eyes, that you would re-energize our hearts and energize our efforts. God, we pray that our hands be found doing good things. We pray, God, that our feet are going uh, in a path that honors you, that we are found going into good places, into holy ground, Heavenly Father. We pray that you guide our steps. We pray, God, for obedient spirits, that we stop ignoring your promptings, that we stop ignoring your warning signs. God, give us the courage to do and to say what you have given us to do and to say. Give us courage, God, to believe in who you have created us to be. Give us courage, God, to change the way we see life and to start seeing it from your perspective. Help us, God, to get past it, to get past that, to get past them in the name of Jesus. We come against excuses. 
We come against schemes. We come against fear. We come against doubt. We come against low self-esteem. We come against unhealthy, ungodly habits. We come against generational curses in the name of Jesus. And we pray that truth break forth. We pray that courage and insight and knowledge and wisdom break forth. We pray that truth and understanding break forth in the name of Jesus. We pray for a sharpened discernment, God, that we discover our gifts and that we stay in our lane and do what you've gifted us to do and resist the urge to complain, resist the urge to compare, resist the urge to be jealous and envious in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to guard our hearts daily. Watch over what we're watching, God. Put a guard over our eyes. Help us to be aware of what we're taking in. If we need to get off of social media, give us the courage to get off. If we need to stop following someone who doesn't, it started off as though we were admiring them, but now there's a disdain. Now there is a contempt. God, help us to unfollow them. Help us to stop checking that page. Help us to find our validation in you because you created us. You put us together. You gave us purpose. You gave us gifts, God. Help us to discover what that is. Many of us are tired, Father. Many of us are just going through the motions. We're just going through life. We have dreams, but we no longer dream them. We know we ought to be doing more in a certain area, but we keep doing the thing that's comfortable and familiar Because we don't want to really change. We want more so for things to change around us. And so, God, I pray that as we make you priority, that you prepare us for what we're preparing for. Remind us, Father, that when we set aside time to honor and glorify you, that we're going to be attacked. I've been praying now. This is halfway through 20 days consecutively for 40 minutes. A day. I've been interceding for different people as well as myself and my family. And one of the things that I feared the most came upon me. And it almost took me out. Two days ago, I felt as though I were in a moment of just complete and utter numbness. I did not have the words to pray. I did not know what to think. I did not know what to say. All I could do was cry. And sometimes that's all that is necessary to be done is to cry. If we believe the God that we serve, if we believe the word of God, he declares that the Holy Spirit can interpret. He interprets moans and groans. He interprets, he sees, he knows. And I believe that whole day, and I mean the entirety of the day, I spent in tears I believe God did something in my heart. I believe that he restored, that he comforted, that he affirmed, that he allowed me to be weak so that his strength could come in and show me its power. And so that's why there's been a delay in the prayer podcast, because I've been in war spiritually and physically Because again, when you're going through a healing, when you're going through a change, when you're asking God for more, he's going to give you more, but he's going to break also. He's going to 
uh, turn things. He's going to prune things. He's going to twist things. He's going to uh, force you to relinquish things. He's going to reveal things to you. And some things are not likable. Some things are not desirable, but they're never shocking. They're never shocking because many times it's something that God has been wanting us to deal with for some time. So as we head into 2019, listener, please let God deal with you. If we want change, then change has to happen. If we want to break free from the bondage that we are in, we must do something different. We must commit ourselves to God, not to more obligations by man, but to God. Now, that does not mean to not work. It does not mean to not be productive. It means to set aside time, dedicate one day of prayer and fasting for the next three weeks or three days in a row. Set aside time to hear from God, to see God, to know who you are, what direction he wants to take you in, what you should be doing in ministry. Set aside that time. It's imperative For your spiritual health, for your mental health, for your physical health, it's imperative. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be familiar and it's not going to be comfortable. But when we're serving the Lord, we're not serving for comfort. We're not serving for ease. We're in a battlefield. But if God be for us, it's more than the world against us. God can fight our battles. He is fighting our battles. God has protected us from more things than we would ever know. Because he's just that good. We thank him for the things he delivered us from. But sometimes we need to thank God for the things that he kept from us. That he blocked. That he uh, quenched from the fiery darts of the enemy. But some things must come. Some things have to come into your life. Because as I've said before on this prayer podcast. Sometimes the answers to our prayers arrive wrapped in trials. They arrive wrapped in challenges. And we have to meet that challenge. We have to face that test, that trial, because it's going to produce in us what we've been asking God for. It's not just going to magically appear, although it could. God can do anything. He operates outside of time and space. He can do anything. He doesn't need the condition to be perfect. He doesn't need you to have your act together. He doesn't need you to be in a certain place at a certain time, looking in a certain direction. God is omniscient. He can do anything he wants to do, however he wants to do it, whenever he wants to do it, with whom he wants to do it with. But until that moment takes place. And we do not know when he will do what he will do, but we do know that he watches over. He's faithful. He'll reward faithfulness. He is not a man that he should lie. So while we're waiting for him, we ought to be productive. We ought to be purposeful. We ought to enjoy life. We ought to sow seed into other people. We ought to help people. We ought to be visible. We ought to be the light. We ought to be the salt. But we've got to be prepared to be broken. We got to be prepared to set aside time to pray and fast. We got to be prepared to sow financial seeds into the house of God so that there may be meat. That means so that it can be productive, so that when people lose things, they can come to God's house to receive. So that when people feel hopeless, they can come to God's house and receive hope. Financial hope, mental hope, emotional hope. We must not neglect God's house. 
while we're trying to figure out our house, our possessions, our things. And so I pray that God be the center of your life, that he be your motivation, that he be your strength, that he be your wisdom, because that's all he is. That God is everything good and lovely and perfect. So if he is love, he is love to the fullest. If he's joy, he's joy to the fullest. If he's peace, he's peace to the fullest. If he's goodness, he's goodness to the fullest. If he is love and joy and understanding and knowledge and wisdom and might, he's that to the fullest. And so I pray that you keep your mind on the good things of God because he is good. Keep your mind on whatever is noble, whatever is excellent, whatever is of good report. If there's anything that's praiseworthy, keep your mind on that. Fix your mind on that. Train your mind on that. Because I promise you that as as we live, the enemy will show up. But God has given us weapons to fight him. We have victory even when we don't feel victorious. And I can tell you this day right now. 20 days into this prayer journey journey, and I feel weak and yet I feel strong. My spirit man feels strong. My physical man feels weak, but God is faithful. He gives me energy. I'm getting things done. I'm more productive, even though my physical man, my flesh wants to stop, wants to whine, wants to cry, wants to really just have a, a pity party and pout. But God is faithful. So I'm praying 2019 is a year where you prioritize and you prepare for what God is preparing you for. I'm praying that he be priority in your life and that you be effective and that you redeem the time in Jesus name. Don't get ahead of God. Don't forget about God. Keep him as priority because you are the apple of his eye. You are not the lies that the enemy is telling you. You will not fail. God will not fail you. What God has for you is exclusively for you, appointed for a time. But you got to be ready because so are other things that are appointed for a time. Because you don't get more of what you want without getting more of the things that you don't want, that you didn't expect, that you didn't see coming. So I pray that God prepare your heart and mind, that you be strong, uh, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord, knowing that everything you've done in the name of the Lord is never in vain. It's in Jesus name. We pray this prayer. We seal it in faith and we say, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If I don't get on here before the new year, I want to wish you a very blessed, favored and anointed 2019. Thank you for listening to She Praise. Have a wonderful day. And Merry Christmas.